Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Wow. What a great show we've got planned for you today. You know, many of you have uh, heard me speak about a number of different events that we've been doing and being out in the world, the launch of our network and and why we're doing the things we're doing. Well, you know, I've never really had a great logical explanation for things, but here's what I've come to know in this really short time on the planet, short compared to how old the planet is is that sometimes when you get touched, either by a feather or a two by four, you have to stop for a minute and ask yourself, is this for me to to know what my purpose is, what my passion is, and to help create a better world? Well, I want to say that about my guest today. Uh, Tyler Tolman is joining me here today. Many of you know who Tyler is, and, and maybe many of you don't, but hopefully after today's show, you're going to get a sense of what it means to live uh, in the world uh, as we do today and know that you're here on a journey, a journey that may have started at a very young age as it did for him. And one of the things you know is that somewhere along the way, you've been touched and your life then becomes this beautiful, beautiful canvas. You know, what happens in the world is really how we connect the dots in our lives and what we decide to say yes to. Many of you have emailed me about a show I did not too long ago about how I discovered the power of yes. But today it's not about me. It's about uh, an amazing individual that has decided and looks at the world from a place of, wait a minute, I can help people. Now I want to say this before we jump into this. Um, You know, many of you heard me talk about the loss of a very dear friend, her battle with cancer. And I I don't know how we can do a show any better than today and the timing of today. Because if there was ever a message to be given on the planet, Tyler has got that for all of us. What does it mean to live healthy? I know for myself in 2004, coming down with a mystery disease, I could not find a solution in the way that many of us go and find the solution. But today's show is to know that we have choice, that we're in the world right now, and that we can learn how to live, how to live cleanly, and how to help others do the same. Tyler Tolman is here on a mission. Maybe he doesn't think he is, But I'll tell you that there are millions of people that are waiting to hear from him. There are millions of people that want to know, how can I live? How can I live well? How can I be of service? And how can I live health and truth at the same time without compromise, without negotiating, and without wavering for one moment? 
Tyler, it is great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What an amazing introduction. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm so glad that you and I got to talk because we spent quite a bit of time kind of exploring each other. I like to say that, exploring Mm -hmm. each other. And in the exploration, I have to tell you, I, I, I stepped away from our conversation and I really asked myself this question, and maybe you can help me as well as the millions of other people that are listening. I had to pinch myself and I had to think to myself, oh my gosh, Pat, how does a girl from, from the Bronx get to have a conversation with an amazing individual, a man that is out there in the world? halfway across the country, and he and I have something in common. Tyler, I don't even know how that happens. Do you have an explanation for us? <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's, it's called passion and asking the right questions, mm. and then the right people in the right situations definitely show up. Mm. I went to school when I was uh, – I went back to school, and one of the things I studied, I studied – Believe it or not. I mean, you're going to think I've lost my mind. You know, some of us, it takes a little longer. I actually studied truth. I studied, I studied, what does it mean? I studied this for eight years, right? Because that's what we do when we go back to school. They give us a bunch of research things to do to study something we already know. But truth is something that is seriously important to you. And I wanted to ask you, how does your life reflect the truth of who you are? How does my life reflect the truth of who I am? So in my life, you know, I would like to believe and I'd like to even see that truth is, you know, being the action of our words, being the action of of what we're teaching, what we're saying. It's really when our, our values and our actions come into alignment and this creates integrity. So, you know, for me, it's about really looking at what I am saying when I'm saying it. And if that really is true, because I might speak truth. And, you know, I think that a lot of times we have to speak truth sometimes before we really action it. And a lot of times, you know, we need to speak that truth over and over and over again before we actually get it. Um, and I would just say, yeah, seeing how my life has evolved and how I structure my day and what I'm actually doing, actioning every morning and every day speaks the truth um, of what I'm sharing with the world and it shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I, I know that you, you're in front of a lot of people, you speak with a lot of different people and you're really at a sense, you have a sense of what is really painful to people right now in the world. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about what people have shared with you about where their pain lies and, and what they're looking for. Yeah. So, you know, I believe it's interesting because, you know, the physical diseases that people manifest, I believe have this like underlying cause, or you could say an overlying cause, um, because there's some energetic things I believe taking place, um, with their emotions and with their feelings and where the true pain actually lies, like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that true pain, what I've identified you know, just I just finished a seven-day juice fast with 40 people, for example, that were here in Bali. And, you know, we did have, you know, people that had breast cancer, um, colon cancer, you know, different forms of even a woman with a brain tumor. 
um, that was walking with a cane and she's in her twenties. So it's like, you know, there's people with all these different things, but when I really tap into the core of them, their real pains are really just like feeling accepted and feeling loved and feeling good enough and feeling like, you know, what is my value? And do I, you know, am I adding value to the world? Am I worth anything? And do people see this worth and what's life about? I feel that the underlying pain of a lot of things is just, you know, feeling accepted and being loved and, and being noticed and these sorts of simple things, if that makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, it makes sense, especially given the world that we live in, where people say we are more connected now than we've ever been. I mean, you and I get to have a conversation right now in the moment, clearly across, uh, you know, across the world. And when the show actually airs live, as it is right at the moment, there will be people that will tap into this and listen to it live from devices that I can't even begin to explain to you how they even work. You know, that's why we have Justin and Jessica, right? But here we are now connecting and we're reaching people in ways we haven't reached them before. Even with all this, we are, we are sometimes, I think, even more lonely. And yet, where do we turn? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. And, you know, I would say the answer to that even though it, it seems the opposite, you know, where do we turn? We would think, yeah. um, you know, turn to a friend, turn to family, find somebody to support you. And this is where we go a lot of times, but we really don't get what it is we're looking for. And I believe that the biggest place that you can turn is inward. And when we can truly turn inward and see what's happening inside and see if we're either anxious in anxiety about things um, trying to prove ourselves or if we're in depression just because we've given up or something's happened in that way and really identifying what are the basic simple things I can do for myself right now in this moment and continued. How can I design my day to really fulfill something inside of me? And I believe only until we fill this cup internally can that truly pour out and we can start to then others start to see our gifts if that makes sense. It's like if we're not full and if we're empty and we're going out to the world trying to figure things out, it's almost like the world gives us that reflection of that empty cup. Yeah. Yeah. And so really learning, you know, we aren't taught these basic things, how to take care of ourselves and how to love ourselves and how to nourish ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and all of these different things. You know, we're taught in a different way that I think leaves a lot of people really empty. So it's it's about getting back to some really simple things that are very profound in starting our day and really feeding ourselves. Yeah. You know, I, I love what we're talking about. And I want to ask you, because we have this interesting thing that we say in, in, in the pop culture uh, in, in America. You know, we either are too young for something uh, and, and or we're too old or we're commenting about the fact, you know, it was pointed out to me today that there is a very, very popular YouTube where there's a young woman talking about millennials and how they're not how they're not this, they're not that, they're not the other thing. And you know what's fascinating about that to me? And I'm listening to what you're saying, and I am really struck by 
how easy it is to fall into I am I am not I am not enough I am not loved and yet I was listening to this young woman in this video and I took myself back a bunch of decades and my gosh they were kind of talking about us like that back then, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just thinking to myself, you know, what is it about us that loves to talk about the knots and mm. not the no's, you know, the K-N-O-W's, what we know and what we could be like and the possibilities? Because that's the world you live in, isn't it, though? When you think about the world, there's this world of possibilities. Mm. If we could just be reminded of some simplicity of who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, this who we are question. Yeah. It's like, who am I? And, you know, I've done some pretty intense meditation on this actual process. And there's an ancient hermetic teaching. Um, hermetics, you know, is like the Greeks called this guy Hermes. In Egyptian, he was called Thoth. Uh, known as the recorder. And he taught specifically that if you do meditate on a deep level, you'll discover that there are actually two different parts of ourselves. We have an I, which is the I. I am talking right now. I am present. I am choosing my words in the present moment. It's not scripted. Um, I can take action right now. And then we have a different part of ourselves that is the me. And so as we say these affirmations, just like you were saying before, I'm not good enough or I don't have this, as we're saying these negative things as I, it's almost writing a program for who I am, the me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. We're writing a program that literally is going to provide evidence to us of totally. exactly who we're not. It's <laughs> exactly. like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me say I'm not this. Let me say I'm not healthy. Let me say, and then all of a sudden we become that. And then we say, see, I told you, Tyler. Totally. I told you I wasn't. Totally. And that's the me or the subconscious part of us that's like a record that we've written due to the fact that maybe we've been in a negative space. Maybe we've had some bad experiences in school. Maybe we've had some negative things happen at work. Maybe mom and dad weren't so nice. Maybe brother and sister did some things to us. And so in those moments, we said, I'm not good enough. This person doesn't love me. I'm not worthy. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. And, and these are just simple moments. They don't yeah. define us. They're just simple moments that we can grow from. But because so many of us have really anchored that in, the me has become that. And it is like a record saying, I'm not good enough. I, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. So it's really yeah, becoming conscious that when this record comes up, it is not the I. That really isn't I. It's, it's me that I programmed from the past. And when we be, can become conscious of this, it's, it's like, oh, wow, I can make a new choice. I can make a new program. And when me starts to say these things in my head, I'm not good enough, I'm unhealthy, I can say, you know what? Cancel, clear, delete. I don't believe that anymore. I am healthy. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am these things. And, you know, it's this might seem repetitive because there's a lot of gurus out there and people that are, are spouting this. Potentially, I don't really know. I don't look into this field as much. But I do think that it's just so important to become conscious of just that self-talk that's happening. And whatever pull it's on, whether it's anger you know, change it into love, 
or if it's, you know, frustration, turn it into joy, or if it's whatever it is, finding the opposite pole of whatever that thing is saying and, and affirming that in the present moment from the eye, you'll find that in time, this is what I do. I wake up in the morning, I drink a liter of water, I go for a walk. And I'll either listen to music or a good audiobook to educate myself. But I find that, that my me has been such reprogrammed that I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just walking along the beach or I'm hanging out with some people. And I can hear this me saying, I am strong. People love being around me. People love my energy. I have multiple streams of income. You know, I am really healthy. I have a positive energy. I am glowing. And it's like, wow, you know, I'm not even saying that, but this is what's going on. And that's confirmation that I've, I've done the work and I've programmed this me so then I can become something so much greater. Yeah, I love this. I'm so glad we're talking about this because, you know, both of us mentioned before in the show, chronic disease. Let's talk about this because mm. we can in a nanosecond affirm disease. We can do it. Yeah. We can believe it in every cell of our body. We can believe that it's irreversible. And yeah. then at the same time, we don't have to. You know, we can then affirm, I am healthy. I'm in great shape. And, you know, isn't this what we're talking about to really be able to step out into the world and understand we can cleanse from the inside out? Yeah. Healing starts from the head down and from the inside out and in a reverse order of symptoms. And this is an ancient aphorism uh, by Dr. Herring. And, you know, there's clinical research that will show if someone feels a lump or has an issue, once they're actually diagnosed, once the doctor actually writes it down and says, you have stage four whatever yeah. cancer, that cancer has a massive growth all of a sudden they actually go into later stages and they can see this in an individual where they've tested them and once they're told, it's like all of a sudden it's really growing because so many people buy into that label and then they tell themselves, wow, I have stage four cancer, it's spreading everywhere, I'm gonna die. You know, and this goes back even to ancient tribes that existed in the jungle that believed if the shaman pointed the bone at them because they did something wrong, they would die within 30 days. And guess what? A shaman would point a bone at somebody and that person would go off and they would die within 30 days. Right. It was like, that's how powerful belief is. Right. And this is coming from a background as well where I didn't believe any of this you know, stuff before. I was all about the physical cleansing, clean your colon, clean your liver with specific herbs, with specific fibers, you know, mm -hmm. go on an extended fast to auto lies. Um, different tumors in the body through the fasting process, resetting the immune system, going into ketosis and breaking down fats and releasing embryonic stem cells. Like I'm all about the research of the physical properties. But since I've been running these programs for, you know, people with these late stages of, of cancer and heart disease and Lyme and diabetes and all these different things, you know, I can't deny it's just come, it's become so obvious that it is all this belief and this emotion and this energetic stuff that's going on. So I've had to really transform everything that I do. First of all, getting the best of the best people that are working with people emotionally and mentally, and then training myself and learning all of these things over the last few years and being like, wow, it's, you have to have that holistic 
approach and really mm-hmm. hit it from all angles if you want to be really successful. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, countless stories over and over and over again. And you said something really interesting because we can really apply this to just about anything. You know, many, many people go through a a healing journey and they're literally exactly like you said. So long as they're in line with whatever is being said to them by the doctor, they're moving right along and they're getting better. But all of a sudden, somebody gets some blood work. Somebody gets some markers. The next thing you know, the the conversation you're having is, guess what? The treatment's not working anymore. Oh, wait a minute. Now we're at that point. There's nothing else I can do for you. Those are some of the most painful words that somebody can absorb. And you're right, because what happens after that? But isn't it interesting, though, Tyler, that this is not just about disease, We do this in just about every aspect of our lives. Somebody will say to us, you're not smart enough. You'll never really get in that program. Or or by the way, your test scores will just do that for you. Or or by the way, maybe your dress size is a little bit too big. Oh, but wait a minute. By the way, you know, you've been on Match.com for five years. You haven't had a date. What's up with that, Tyler? (laughs) (laughs) We should move to Bali, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, this this island's very powerful for clearing away things and get, gaining some clarity. Um, and you're totally right. You know, a lot of times we do look at, you know, the biggest like, oh, you know, for people with different kinds of diseases. But it's really about wherever we're at in our yeah. lives, we could be doing so much more in this moment by really recognizing these principles and, you know, creating these paths for ourselves and believing in ourselves and affirming these things. And there's a level of taking action on the physical plane, of course. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's applicable to all of us in every moment. And when an individual becomes conscious of what they're telling themselves, then that's, that's almost like the, a higher vibration. And, you know, I believe that in the law of similarities, a thing like unto itself is drawn. So if we have a negative vibration in our mental space and we're saying kind of negative things, but hey, we're kicking along and moving, what we'll notice is we're maybe a little bit more attracted to not exercising. Maybe we're mm-hmm. a little more attracted to that donut. Maybe we're a little more attracted to stopping at the fast food restaurant instead of you know, going and preparing some fresh fruit and veg or going to the really nice restaurant that has beautiful, healthy foods or going to Whole Foods or, you know, or doing that exercise. I believe that it's starting in that mental space. And so it's really important about getting clear with that. Some people can overcome it because they're so good at exercise. Some people can overcome the mental because they're so good and clear with their diet and they're strict and they have the will but there's, you know, there's so many that just don't have that willpower. So it's important to get that mental energy in alignment. You know, I was looking at, you know, the work that you do and the work and the, and the programs you have, and I want to talk about those for a minute, and and also when we come back. And I was really struck by uh, three things that uh, you talk about. One is get inspired. The other one is take action, and the other one is transform. And, you know, I was looking at this and I was seeing, my gosh, you know, this is pretty much in everything that he's talking about. You know, whether we're talking about a juice fast or we're talking about a 30 day program or we're talking about coming to Bali and and joining you, you know, you're talking about three aspects, right, 
that if we put them in three circles and those circles overlap, there's something between each of those that's really activated and energy. And I wanted to ask you about what is it about getting inspired right now that I think is so important. Someone said to me the other day, and we'll talk about this when we come back, they said, gee, Pat, you're not, you're like, man, you know, when did you get all Pollyanna about stuff? And I was like, what? What do you mean? They said, don't you ever have a bad day? You know, you come on the air, you're all happy, you all like talking about this and, you know, laughing, you're laughing. What, what, don't you ever have a bad day? And I really did think about that. And I got to tell you, Tyler, it's been a long time since I've had an entire day of bad. Mm. Really long day. Uh, really, and, and I can't remember, you know, when that was, maybe when my sister passed away, maybe something like that, maybe when my heart ached, but did that bad day uninspire me? That's the question for Tyler Tolman. When we come back, when we come back, I want to make sure all of you know how you're going to be able to connect with him, Facebook. And when you go to his website and see exactly what I'm talking about, the energy of this, you know, watch his videos, listen to what he's saying. This is something that will help you rise up. If you need a B12 of Tyler Tolman, if you want to be inspired and you want to be able to take that next step, because the truth of who you are is amazing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life-affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience launching in April. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat Show.com for listening times in your area. 
On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Are you searching? searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net. 1-800-323-1790. naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat and author of the New York Times bestseller 21 Pounds in 21 Days Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people including celebrities and athletes with her message of lifestyle change. Now Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You too can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Oh my gosh, we have so much fun here. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, you, yeah, this is me. Yep. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you guys for naming the show. I would have never named it Dr. Pat. And thank you for doing that like 13 years ago. It's amazing. <laughs> Somebody else figured that out. Uh, I don't know about you, Tyler, but I have had, I've needed a little help to figure out who I am over my mm-hmm. lifetime. Oh, my gosh. I want to talk about these three things, get inspired, take action and transform. But before I do that, I would love for you to talk a little bit about how folks can find out more information. And I know you've got enormous opportunities for people to do all three of those things. Tell us a little bit about them. Uh, Tell you about how to get involved. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, get involved. Let's get involved. Yeah, beautiful. You know, you can simply go to my website, tylertolman.com, and I've got heaps of articles uh, talking about different subjects. So just find the thing that maybe you're interested in, whether it's you know whole foods or exercise or kind of a spiritual or emotional or physical. And I've got plenty of videos as well. And I think a lot of times to see me in a video, you can get a little sense of my energy and, and articulation of what I'm trying to share as communication is a lot of, you know, expression and hand movements and all of that. So, you know, another great way if somebody just wanted to start healing is essentially we have an online juice fast that they could sign up for. And that's, um, taking you through and showing you very basic principles of how to go through a fast and maybe have a light detox. So just tylertolman.com. 
Yeah. And I love this because, you know, this is something that people can go to the website, tylertolman.com. And by the way, for those of you thinking like, Pat, you're talking too fast again. If you go to our website, the Dr. Pat show, you're going to see Tyler's picture. You're going to see we've put up a great profile page. We've put up a link and a banner so you can go right to the juice fast right there. So just think you're just a click away. I love that. Tyler, I, I know that there are a million things that you and I could have talked about today, but I was really struck by three things. And and I guess I, I guess they're hitting me because, you know, probably they're coming up in my life right now. But get inspired, take action, be transformed. And I said something interesting before. You know, I wondered for myself, I had to go back and ask myself, have I ever been uninspired? Now I'm not saying I've always had the loftiest goal or dream or vision that I have today. No. Some days I was inspired to go down to the community center at junior high school 101 in the Bronx and play ping pong. Okay. (laughs) That was that. Some days I love to sell hot dogs from a hot dog cart. I don't eat hot dogs now, but back in the day I did that. Yeah. I would love for you to talk about why these three elements are so important in the journey of transformation. Beautiful. Well, I would love to. And, you know, one thing I'd like to say is I believe that, you know, you are, we're all evolving through different levels and you are really becoming a master because a master is someone who has focused their time and their energy and become something so much greater. And this is why when, you know, somebody might ask you, you know, don't you have down days or don't you have (laughs) these uninspired times in your, your life? And you really have to think about it and be like, wow, I actually can't remember a time where something really affected me so negatively that it lasted longer than a few hours, you know, because you've learned to deal with things in such a way and not take them on and you continue forward on your path of inspiration. So it's, it is good to see that, that you have mastered that. And I think Dr. Pat is a good name for the show. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to transform these, these three words, get inspired, take action and transform. And it goes back to an ancient Greek aphorism that says, first of all, gnosis to gain knowledge and then praxis to practice that knowledge and intelicus, which is to become the knowledge that you've gained through action. And this is where true wisdom comes from. So when we look at the word gnosis from the Greek, it's actually spelled G. N-O-S-I-S, gnosis. And I believe that gnosis is an internal thing um, that it's like we all contain a piece of the puzzle. And potentially, you know, we have the whole puzzle within us as well. But there's certain pieces of that puzzle that are all about your inspiration. And one of those pieces of the puzzle might have been selling hot dogs and having interactions with people, you know, and just, you know, feeling like you're feeding people and giving and being of service. And that might have fed you in that moment and even playing ping pong. And then over time of having this inner gnosis of things that you're fulfilling and knowledge gained and being in the practice of things, you become it and it transforms you. And this can happen in many different areas of life. It doesn't have to be your purpose. It could be playing ping pong. It could be going for bike rides. It could be whatever whatever you feel driven to do that you actually really want to do. And so that's the getting inspired part. And a lot of people are like, I don't know what I'm passionate about in my life. It's like, well, (laughs) 
you know, what have you done in the last week? This is something you really like doing. And it could be simply writing. It could be reading. It could be whatever, building a toy model, helping, you know, going and volunteering somewhere, you know, identify the things that would actually get you really excited right now. If I were to say, Hey, would you want to go do this tomorrow? What are the things you'd be like? Oh yeah, I'd really like to do that. So that's getting inspired. And what that does is being inspired brings out our inner gnosis. It brings out our inner knowledge and that starts to come forth. So it's when we're uninspired that this inner knowledge is basically veiled and it can be a pit where you go backwards, but by getting inspired and then getting into action. So that's the praxis. That's the practical application. Oh, you know what? This thing inspires me. Okay, quick, take a note before it goes away. Get rid, you know, I'm inspired. Okay, cool. I'm going to take a note. I'm going to action this. Then it's a matter of looking at my daily lifestyle. And you know what? Some of us are busy. Some of us are like, we got to pay the bills. We got stuff coming up. We got kids to worry about. We got things going on. It's like, man, this thing really inspires me, but I don't feel like I have the time for it. Well, it's like, okay, you know what? Sit down and really look at your day. And if this thing really inspires you, it's the most important thing you can be doing. So if I have to wake up, you know, 45 minutes early or go to bed 45 minutes late or work this thing into my lunch break or whatever it is, it's just about getting in action in any way we can now, any way we can tomorrow. And the more action we take, I think if you ask any expert, you know, why is Dr. Pat so good at this radio show? I can tell you why she's so good at this radio show. It's because she's done it for so long and she's done it over and over and over and over and over again. She has become it. That's the transform. You have transformed into the best radio show talk host on the planet because you're passionate about it. You got inspired. You did. You put it into action. You didn't let other things get in the way and that has transformed you. So this is Gnosis, Praxis, and Intellicus becoming. And like I said before, we don't need, it doesn't need to be something of great purpose to serve the world. It just has to be at the starters, something that you're really excited about, doing that thing you're excited about and becoming that thing. And when you become that thing you were really excited about, guess what? You've just stepped up on the pyramid and now you've taken the next step and the next level of your inner gnosis will show up. And that next level of inner gnosis is going to be something more brilliant. And if we just keep that, that knowing that it doesn't have to be the most purposeful thing, it doesn't have to be the most life-changing or even the most brilliant, just get it into action, become it, and the next step is right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, somebody asked me what was some of the best things I've ever done and how do I feel? And I, I say, you know, this is going to be a weird answer, but I really did homeless pretty good. You know, and they said, well, what do you mean you did homeless pretty good? I said, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do we have this stigma about homeless? It's such a sad word to begin with. But I actually, I said to them, I did it pretty well. And I, and they asked me, well, why so? I said, because it enabled me to drop to my knees and become humble beyond repair. There was never going to be a way for me to go back. And I think that for somebody like me, when you have that moment and then the moment then gets transformed. And in my case, it's a long story, but I saw a flashing light at a hotel and I literally went over there and asked the guy for a room. But I don't 
it really does talk to what we're talking about today. I wanted to ask you this in in the world we're living in today and and what people are now being um, and I want to say they're literally being wired to believe they're, they're being wired to believe because we're choosing to do that being wired to believe that they really are less than how how have you been able to help the many people you've helped? step out of that place, that place of limit and lack? Well, you know, especially from a place of being able to run a program, when yeah. you get when you get people together, large groups of people, I simply play games. You know, we might play rock, paper, scissors, a game <laughs> called evolution. They go from, you know, stepping outside of their comfort zone. You know, I get them to a place where they're willing to become like children and they'll, you know, they'll be on the ground, me, 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 act like a little egg, and then they'll do a little, you know, rock, paper, scissors, and then they evolve into an eagle. And they have to, you know, really be an eagle and fly around. And then they find another eagle and they do rock, paper, scissors, and then they evolve into, let's say, a dinosaur. So in these games, what it does is the people who have the negativities and 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 don't feel comfortable showing up and and all these issues that we may have. Mm. How we show up in games is also how we show up in life. Oh, yeah. And when we can sit down with everybody after we play the game and say, oh, well, you know, who noticed this and who noticed that? And, you know, who came in like this? And how did you feel when this happened? You know, and can losing and, and going back down in the evolutionary scale, could you still have fun? Who still had fun after that and still was playing rock, paper, scissors with other people? So you start <laughs> to identify that just because you move down or you move up, it's just how we look at it and then view things. So, you know, we play these multiple games and people can really start to see that it's only, you know, everybody's actually equal. You know, for example, we play this game called the human knot where every, you know, eight people get in a circle, they grab a right hand of somebody else, grab a left hand of somebody else. And all of a sudden this whole group of eight standing together is in a knot. And they have to figure out how to be holding hands, all of them in a circle. So everybody's got to work together. And what ends up happening is first, you know, a leader steps up, okay, guys, you know, let's, you go here and you go there. And after a while he starts to, um, you know, I thought I could figure this out. And then all of a sudden the person that wasn't going to say anything, you know, kind of pipes up a little bit and starts to give some solutions. And so just these, these little things of understanding that each one of us has such a, a powerful thing to add in the world. And I might be somebody who, you know, says something right away, or I might be someone who holds back, but everything shows up when it's really needed. And so it's just, yeah, gaining an understanding that, you know, we are very powerful individuals. Um, and all of us have the power to change thing in any moment, change things in any moment. It's just having the opportunity to see it. And once we I can love see that. that yeah. 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 What you just described is so beautiful because, you know, we are in we're in this place and we forget how to play. We forget how to really step into ourselves and step out of ourselves, mm. you know, so that we can truly get to experience. Because don't you think, Tyler, that once we do that, we're reminded you know, somebody somebody said to me not too long ago, you know, how, how do you you know, how do you teach people to be happy? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think we are happy. I think yeah. we just kind of forget. But, you know, again, <laughs> my nickname's Pollyanna Patty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
can I can I tell you what they did in ancient yeah. Egypt? Yes, so please. In in ancient Egypt, no kidding. If you were sick in any way whatsoever, they would take you into the temple and put you in a room that had no decorations, nothing on it, and you'd sit on a certain table, and they would put you in there, and they would leave you there for three days. You know why they did that? No, tell me. Because they believe that you've just lost track with who you truly are. Yeah. And they believed that by sitting there for three days, having to meditate, not having all these distractions, not people telling you things, and for you to you know, maybe go through all the negative stuff in your head, eventually you work it out. Because yeah. who you truly are is this beautiful, bright, shining soul. And who you truly are is just like a, a kid. You know, and it says in the Bible, um, lest you become like children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Mm. So I believe that process was getting people just in a space of almost like a meditative space, like noble silence type of space. And when you do that long enough, you come back to the truth of who you really are. And all the facade falls away and you start to shine once again. Oh, boy. You just explained a ton of things for me right there. Interesting you brought that up. I cannot believe you even mentioned that. When I was a kid, not that, you know, you would have to guess at this. I was always in trouble. It didn't matter. I went down and I played in the lot down the street. I wasn't supposed to be down there, but I went and did that. So consequently, right, Mm. I had a, a mom that used to put me in my room and I could have nothing in the room, nothing. There was nothing in the room. So it's me in this room. So here's what would happen. This was actually a little dilemma. I would go in this room and I would be, I I didn't like it at first, but I would love it. And after a while, (laughs) I started to look at the different patterns on the wall, you know, Mm. the way the paint was. And I'd start to see like creatures and things, right? Like creative Mm. things. So my So at the end of the thing, I would be like all happy. And my mom would look at me and believe it or not, I'm telling you, this is what she would say. Oh, looks like you haven't been in there long enough. And she could never figure this out. That (laughs) why the longer I stayed in the room, the happier I got. Mm. Isn't that interesting? And I can't believe you even mentioned that. But, you know, that's that's something for us to talk about, because part of what you said earlier in the show, Tyler, is that. You know, we do have to work from the inside out. And if we're cluttering ourselves up like we have with our body and we're cluttering our mind and cluttering the way that we show up in the world, it's hard for that thing that you just described to emerge, isn't it? So we have to literally start to declutter in a sense. That's what I think I hear you saying about it. Mm. Sounds right to me. Well, and, you know, I mean, I I think that, you know, for many people listening to the show today, you know, they're probably you're probably thinking, well, how do I do that? And I think, you know, Tyler, what you've done is you've been able to, you know, you've been able to demonstrate there are many, many ways to do it. And you've certainly given people so much information on your website, so much for folks to really look at. What would you say are greatest our greatest challenge, our greatest obstacle is right now to really be in those places that you just described. What's getting in our way? The biggest obstacle is ourselves. Mm. It's, our, it's ourselves and our own beliefs. And, you know, the thing you said, like, about my website, I have so much information. Yeah. Well, one thing that you'll find is that in so much information, a lot 
you know, the big bulk of what I teach is like, hey guys, let's bring it back to the simple. What can I do to physically have more energy and to feel better moving forward every day? Okay, wake up, drink one liter of water because hydration is very important within the first 20 minutes. And then having that walk, going out, you know, every culture for thousands of years would wake up and go walk 30 to 45 minutes or longer just to find a source of water to bathe in and to bring water back for the rest of the day for their families or for themselves or all these things. And it's that natural process, that innate process that's been built into us for thousands of years, waking up, going for a walk, drinking water, hydrating the body and having that time. You know, I would say walking is like the best psychologist on the planet. You know, you can take somebody that's, again, completely out of their wits end, stressed out, things going on. If, if they literally will just go for a walk, all of a sudden, you know, they start looking around, they're breathing deeply, they're walking, they don't know why, but all of a sudden they got a smile on their face. All of a sudden they forget about all the other stuff and they realize, you know what, life is actually good. You know, with all the media and all the crap we're being spoon-fed about how horrible life is and how the planet's dying, if you actually just go out and go for a walk, you look around and be like, oh, wow, you know, people are genuinely, <laughs> you know, if you go to the right places, for me, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like the ocean, the sun is shining, there's beautiful plants, people are generally happy, and things are actually really good. And it maybe, you know, that little walk is kind of like being in that room. It's kind of like just that space to yourself. So it's getting back to these simple things and getting out of our own way because we all have excuses. Oh, well, I don't have 30 to 45 minutes to walk in the morning. Well, if you got up an hour earlier, you would. And then people are like, oh, oh, Tyler, Tyler, but I already have to get up at 5.30 or 6 o'clock to go to work. Okay, well, get up at 4.30 then. You know, go to bed at 9 o'clock. You'll still get six, seven, eight hours of sleep. So it's just about getting out of our own way and recognizing, hey, what if I could implement a little ritual every day, hydrating my body, going for a walk, breathing deeply, giving myself some positive affirmation for once, listening to some high-quality music that gets me dancing and moving, dancing in the shower, singing in the shower, allowing ourselves to be like a, a child every single day, just showing up for yourself to, to connect with your inner child, to breathe to go be out in nature, you know, it could be a bike ride, it could be whatever, then these are the types of things that are going to feed us and it's going to change how we interact with everybody throughout the rest of the day. Yeah, and, you know, this is really what we're saying, isn't it? I mean, you know, some people, uh, and I've been there myself, you know, where you wake up and you don't think that there's much you can do. You don't mm -hmm. think that, wait a minute, wow, drinking water. I can actually be mindful and do that. I could actually say, oh, drink water. There we go. Um, and yet I, I am just really struck by how you've been able to lay this out in a way that anybody listening to the show today is being invited to step into the place where they can literally create the life that they truly want. So I, I love what we're talking about because I also think, and, and I hear this sometimes from folks uh, that tune into the show, is they've, they've lost hope. You know, there's this idea that there's hope and they've lost hope. 
um, a friend of mine said something. He, he said to me, have you ever heard of this quote? And I said, well, what is it? And he said, well, it's about forgiveness. He said, you know, forgiveness, it said, is the uh, forgiveness is is this thing where you literally give up all hope for a better past. And I thought, what did you just say right there? What? And and I think what's happening in, in what you just described is if I'm walking, I am right there in the moment. I'm right there in what is. Yeah. Do you think we're afraid to be in the moment of what is, Tyler? I think that a lot of people are afraid of what's going to come up if, they're, if they don't busy themselves or suppress themselves with foods or drugs or something else. Because we've allowed so much emotion, we've allowed so much time to go by that we're afraid to just experience who we actually are and see everything that we've allowed to accumulate. So, you know, maybe it is time to take some time for ourselves, you know, maybe one week and actually go inward, maybe do a little fast and allow by not suppressing ourselves with foods or medications or different things or whatever it is. Mm. allow these things to start to bubble up to the surface, identify them and clear them out. And you've given us a way to do that. Thank you so much for today. I can't believe how quickly this has gone by. Would mm. you please let folks know uh, uh, the website again and also how they can go online and they can find out how to do the cleanse for themselves? Absolutely. So, you know, we've had thousands of people, I think about 8,000 people go through this juice fast and have, amazing changes and learning simple little techniques. It's called the online juice fast. We used to charge $500 for it for you guys. It's absolutely free. You can go to the website, you can sign in, you'll receive some emails and it will guide you through how to do seven day juice fast. You can do this while working. You can take the time to go to a beautiful place and do it. Um, but it's absolutely free. And I believe that if you really do it, uh, you'll gain a lot of value from this. And if you don't feel like you can do a juice fast, okay, go through the content, drink some juices and eat some healthy foods for this week. And I believe you'll have some, some big breakthroughs. Wow. Thank you so much. I have one last question for you. Um, you know, we've talked about a lot today and we also have a lot we did not talk about, but I always like to end the show with a simple question about this. Your personal message, what would you like to leave everyone with today, Tyler? And thank you so much for all you do. Yeah, personal message would be bring it back to what matters. And what matters is your closest family and love and connection. Wow. Thank you so much, Tyler Tolman, everybody. Tyler, thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Please, please go to his website, tylertolman.com. And by the way, when you get there, there's so much information that inspiration is exactly what's going to happen there. Thank you, thank guys. You. We'll see you thank next you, time. Thank you, Dr. Pat. You bet, thank Tyler. You. you rock. Cheers. <laughs>